Welcome to the Sobriety Circle, a podcast about the highs and lows of sobriety as young Indigenous women, with your hosts, Jade Roberts and Leora Badger. Disclaimer, this podcast may contain some triggers regarding drinking. Our stories and experiences are our own, and the things that have worked for us might not necessarily work for you. We hope you enjoy this episode. On this episode... We decided to put some questions on our Instagram story and get some anonymous answers from you all. And you know that uh, some of the answers are are interesting. The question we asked was, oh, where yeah. where's the cringiest place that you ever woke up? Like before you got sober, obviously. So we took your anonymous answers and here's some of the ones we got. <laughs> actually just got a new one really how much did we get so far we I just put like four we just put it up okay let's open these okay new one okay the cringiest place you woke up naked on my mom's couch <laughs> even though i was partying two towns over <laughs> oh my god <laughs> love that <laughs> There have been times where I woke up naked too, and then I was like, "What the fuck?" No, like, were you at least covered up <laughs> with a blanket or something? <laughs> I hope, I hope you were covered up. All right, <laughs> opening up another one. On a lawn chair at Craven, probably had heat stroke and a sore neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know who that one is. I think I've seen a picture of that. <laughs> Damn, Craven. <laughs> We hope everyone at Craven right now is being safe, <laughs> yeah. having a good time. But um, don't pass out in your lawn chair. Sounds like it hurts. Okay, what's another one? Okay. In the bed of a guy I hooked up with. Doesn't sound bad until you factor in that this guy lived in a house with three other guys, all of whom I'd hooked up with already in the same house when I was blacked out. Been there? <laughs> Like, yeah, my first question is, how, how big was the house? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> a lot of people living in one house. But this this one was relatable for me because as soon as I read it, I was like, girl, same. <laughs> Been there. You know, when you keep it all in the friend group? <laughs> a homie hot friend. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's enough? Cringiest place you woke up, drunk tank. I think that one is like co- probably pretty common. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Has it happened to you? Yeah. Like I went to. I was having lunch at Earl's uh, like a couple weeks ago with three other people and a c- couple of buddies, and then they started bringing up whatever drunken times. And then he was like, this one of the guy asked like his other buddy like, "Have you woke up in the drunk tank?" And then he was like, "What? No way!" And then I was like, and I started laughing. They're like, "What, Leo? Did you?" And I was like yeah and i just started laughing and then they're all like what oh fuck that's rough and i was like okay wrong crowd to tell because <laughs> i was like the only one that went woke up in the drunk tank there's always like a story to it though i feel like everyone has their own their own little story about their drunk tank experience and mine was like traumatizing but oh, yeah. i won't get into it i won't get into it on this episode but i will just say that the walk of shame was not a good time <laughs> from the from the downtown yeah Dan city police was not a fun time okay another one 
in my own bed, except somewhere before waking up, I had peed myself, <laughs> got up and taken my pissy clothes off, threw them on the floor <laughs> and went back to sleep naked in my soaking wet sheets. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. Wow. That's um, I don't even know where to begin with that one. There's a, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> I have heard of a lot of people like peeing themselves when they're so drunk. <laughs> yeah, you're just hammered or blacked out. <laughs> but like, they tried. I don't think that's ever. Out. Don't think that's ever happened to me. Yeah, e for effort. Yes. Um, yeah, you tried. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to get dry. <laughs> These are so bad, and like, we're. I know we're laughing at people and we're laughing at our own stories as well. And I hope nobody's taking this the wrong way because this podcast is meant for us to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. I think like when we look back at our experiences and our own stories, being able to laugh at ourselves is a good thing. (laughs) And thank you to everybody that's sending in these stories and letting us laugh at you too, because you know, it's fun. I know. It just like reminds me of a bunch of my stories back like this i was partying in this town like by my reserve and then i was partying with a few friends and i woke up and i was in my vehicle and i was like what i didn't even drive to town like i got a ride with my friend like how did my vehicle get here and i was in somebody else's fucking vehicle but it was the exact same with mine <laughs> i was confused yourself it's got bamboozled <laughs> it's a random vehicle i don't even know how i got in there all right next one for the cringiest place that you woke up the house of my cab driver who also randomly lived right in front of my own house i was mortified and have no idea how i was unable to get into my house i had my keys i was safe because he apparently was a decent human but it's probably the dumbest thing i ever did because i was too drunk oh my god what the fuck like the randomness of that like you end up at your cab driver's house and he also lives right across from you you Uber driver <laughs> a dude's house that i had a crush on in high school i feel like there's quite a few of those yeah <laughs> next to my ex puking face oh sad. sad i don't i don't miss that <laughs> honestly honestly yeah my ex who a camping trailer parked in my date's driveway. Oh my god. You guys couldn't make it in into the house? <laughs> like they were together? Or by herself? Or well, himself? Oh, I don't know. It says, cringiest place you woke up. And the answer says, a camping trailer parked in my date's driveway. What if they're by themselves? <laughs> that was my first even, thought. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> Wake up alone in a, in a trailer? Oh, you're going to like this one. Oh, my gosh. Hotel bathtub with a hockey team, and I didn't know any of them. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're going to like this one. Love it. Love that for you. (laughs) Sounds pretty fun. A hotel bathtub. wonder what hockey team. Were they pros, at least? (laughs) Or is it a res tourney? It's a res tourney. We know that's a res tourney. The Travelodge. <laughs> okay, the next question that we asked on the anonymous 
post was what is the best thing about being sober and some of these answers were just so wholesome oh my goodness okay okay first one says uh best thing is authenticity with yourself your relationships friendships experiences everything truth truth yeah i agree Mm -hmm. i feel that too yeah best thing about being sober next one says freedom from hangovers being able to plan a way home, doing the can I drive math, freedom. I think, yeah, just freedom in general. Yeah. Having control over yourself, knowing you don't need alcohol to overcome hard times, being a role model, no hangovers and less anxiety, better all overall health and on and on. So much. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. this answer just like nails it all for me. <laughs> No more anxiety. Yeah. A clear mind. That's a big one for me too. Finding your worth. Being able to connect yourself to yourself spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically by having a clear mind. The clear mind is big for everyone, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one says, I'm not sober, but I have gone from binge drinking for so many years to now having a drink maybe every six plus months. For me, it's my drastically improved mental health and my self-worth. This step was such a big act of self-love. That's so good, though. Yeah. I wish... Well, I don't want to say I wish I could do that, but that's so... That's some willpower and some strength there. Yeah, and, like, I also think a lot of people have been viewing our, like, page and our podcast and our community as just for sober people and... No, I, I like yeah, that yeah, we yeah. we have some followers that are interacting with us that aren't completely sober because I I do think there's value in having people in our community that are sober curious or don't drink as much as they used to or you know on and on we all have different kind of stories. Yeah, that's what I hope. I hope people don't think or assume that you know you need to be sober. It's not it. Yeah. Okay. That's those are all the anonymous answers that we got for that one. Um, now we're gonna read some hangover stories. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, okay, when we put this on the question, I just wanted to get some answers about like anything hangover related. So it could have been like, what is your favorite, or what was your favorite hangover food, or any like hangover stories. So there's a couple different things on uh, from these answers. This one says. Three years ago today, I went to a birthday party in Whitecap and was stuck there for three days. We were all broke. (laughs) We were all broke too. No munchies to eat or nothing. (laughs) Just gamey tasting moose meat. (laughs) Oh my god. That's some like res hangover. That's the best story. (laughs) I remember a lot. Just like partying in the res and they all just broke the next day and then all they just scrounge up some money go get a case get a bottle okay this one says before covid i went out even though i had a cold i also started my period that day but the first day was usually calm and chill for me next day i was so hungover i was puking anything i ate I couldn't stop coughing and I was cramping because of my period. Actually thought I would die. Oh my gosh. That doesn't sound like fun to me at all. Oh shit. What? Oh my gosh. There was a point. Scaring me. (laughs) Y'all scaring me. (laughs) 
There was a point when I was using meth that I could only eat corn pops. Oh, uh, okay. No. <laughs> corn pops, like, were my favorite childhood cereal. Corn I fucking love that. those. I don't do meth. <laughs> <laughs> I could fucking tell a story or two, but let's not. Let's not. <laughs> I'm trying to think, too. I was like, damn, we're supposed to tell our stories, too, but I'm like, I don't know if I have any. Okay, this one says yuck. Yuck. Capital letters. I see it. I've seen the screen. It says yuck. LMAO. Where to start? Worst anxiety was after my 25th birthday. Blacked out in Calgary and woke up to one of the worst panic attacks of my life. I cried and couldn't breathe and my best friend laid beside me naked, lol, and rubbed my back. The whole drive home, I laid in the back seat and cried. Oh my gosh. This, I reminded me of this one time I was so hungover. Y'all, this is triggering. <laughs> oh, last time I drank in Calgary, I've told you the story. Remember? Oh yeah. Is okay, it? Tell the podcast. Okay. Please okay, tell. Okay. Please tell this story. I've been. We've been going back and forth, and she told me to tell it before, and I'm just like, no. But last time I drank in Calgary, I was. I forget, there was like, it was Country Thunder. So we're going to Country Thunder. We got this big, bougie hotel. It's like a big suite, like a three-bedroom suite, big kitchen, big living room, like so nice downtown. And I got so hammered. We went to Cowboys. I got so hammered. Uh, and I lost my phone and I lost my friends. And I came out of a blackout and I was in a fucking homeless shelter. <laughs> I remember just looking around and there's like a bunch of cots everywhere and I was like, oh my God. And they're asking me like, oh, where do you live? Where do you live? And that's when I used to go to school in Lethbridge. So I thought I was in Lethbridge. So I kept giving them my address and then like, okay, like we'll call like, um, like I think it was like, we'll call the cops and they'll give you a ride back to your place. And so I got into this cop car and then I gave them my address and they're like, okay, they put it in and they're like, ma'am, that's in Lethbridge. And I was like, well, where am I? And they're like, Calgary. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I think I'm staying in a hotel here somewhere. <laughs> so the cops literally drove me to like 10 different hotels in Calgary to find my hotel. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I have this bougie ass hotel and fucking thought I was the baddest bitch ever and came to in a homeless shelter. <laughs> When I got back to the hotel, my friends were like, Leo, like, where'd you go? Like, everyone was freaking out. Like, and I was like, I didn't know where to go. They're like, look at your arm. We wrote the address on your arm. And it was written on my arm, the address in, like, pen. Because <laughs> I was known for getting lost and going on to do my own thing. So they put the address on my arm. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, this is hilarious to me. But at the same time, like, damn, sad. <laughs> damn, bruh. It's a good story to tell now, <laughs> but holy fuck. <laughs> okay, our next one was um, hangover-free benefits. So Ooh. obviously, like, being sober now, we spend our weekends a lot differently than we used to. Um, waking up with no hangovers is, like, a blessing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and waking up on Sunday, or, like, waking up in the morning, and you don't have, like 
you're like, oh, you know, when you woke up, like, oh, what did I post on my story? Yes. And then you have to go and delete it. But then, like, a hundred people already seen it. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Or, anymore. like, what did I text <laughs> that person? Or what was I saying? Yeah. Like, why did I tell this person I love them after a month? I don't know. I was fucking hammered. Okay. The other thing about, like, hangovers on the weekends was, like, it was getting to a point where it's like, I got to go hard on Friday. But if I do the same thing on Saturday, I'm going to take all day Sunday to recover. And then yeah. I'm not going to want to, like, go to work on Monday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I was, like, taking a lot of Mondays off. Oh, yeah. I would just wouldn't show up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm a teacher. That was, <laughs> that was, like, a small thing that when I first quit drinking and then they were, like, how do you know if you have a problem? And then I was, like, reading this thing and then they're, like, if... One of the things was if it affects your work and it like affects your relationships, then it's a problem. And I'm like, bing, oh, yes, that makes sense. That is a problem. Yeah, but like, <laughs> okay, the answers that we got from Instagram were, I'm always going to know where I'm gonna wake up. So yeah, that's that's a benefit. Except when you get those deep ass sleeps and you wake up, wake up lost. <laughs> where am I? <laughs> Waking up with a clear head and being present to my kids. Aww. Yeah, that's nice. That's such a good one. Weekends don't go by as fast as they did. And yeah, I feel that too. Like what I just said is like, I'm not spending all day Sunday like recovering to try to get to work mm-hmm. on Monday. It's like I can spend my Sunday like doing what I want to do and, you know, spending my whole weekend doing things I want to do. And I just feel like, yeah, it doesn't go by as fast anymore. Yeah, sometimes it's a struggle during, like, the night and then when you're seeing everybody out, but then you wake up in the morning and, I don't know, maybe because I'm getting old, but. Okay, this is, someone had a long answer here, so there's, like, part one and part two. So this one says, sobriety makes me feel like I'm truly living. No blacking out, no crippling anxiety because I feel so sick. However, one of the biggest sobriety myths is that once you quit drinking, your mental health will instantly be better. Yeah, that's not... Where's part two? Always true. They didn't send a part two. There's no part two? No, that was it. Um, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah. Where's the part two? But I agree. Part one was great. Um, that is a myth. It's like you don't instantly get better. You you have to work on your mental health. Yeah, you have to literally put in the work. Because it's fucking hard. I think I was sad for like the first year. I was going to say, I feel like it gets worse, actually. It's like I was depressed. I tried to kill myself. I, yeah. Like, you know? Cause it, uh, it got yeah. worse <laughs> at the beginning, like the first three. I could think of like the first couple of months. You're just like, oh my god, I feel so good. And then like, you're like six months in, and then you're like, holy shit. Yeah, you feel everything. I think when I was, I think around 10, 11 months, I was like super depressed, super depressed. Mm-hmm. Made my big happy one year. You know, I was just fucking crying. <laughs> but it gets so much better. Getting through that little part. Yeah. Like, and you gotta put in the work, really. You really do. Honestly, it is work because, well, we've talked about this on other episodes too. It's like, it, it doesn't just get better immediately. You have to learn those skills of like how to deal with your emotions, how to deal with your triggers, et cetera, et cetera. It's work mm-hmm. and it's hard, but I don't know. You gotta do it, I guess. Yeah, now that I'm like almost in two years. Compared to, like, my first year, and I'm like, damn. 
I really thought I knew it all, but I didn't. <laughs> but I feel so much better. I feel freaking supreme. Yeah, top tier. Okay, last uh, answer that we got here. Hangover-free benefits, no shame spiraling, and being worried about what I have said. Upside down smiley face. <laughs> I would literally ignore my phone for like fucking days. Right? Or like, I would just only text my closest friend and be like, shut everyone else out. Yeah. Like, you know what I did, but I only trust you. <laughs> uh, that doesn't make me sad, but I'm just like, oh, that feeling. I really don't miss that and sometimes when I do go out with friends and like I'm with friends that are drinking and stuff and maybe I do have an urge or like a temptation to like oh I should just have one drink Mm -hmm. it's like no you get to go home tonight and have a great sleep and you're not gonna wake up hungover tomorrow like your friends are and you're gonna feel great about it so that's like something that I constantly not constantly but often say to myself if I'm out with friends and I'm I am feeling a bit of a temptation so I guess that's it for our anonymous Q&A. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll try to come up with more questions and maybe do another episode like this if you guys like it. Yes, let us know. There won't be an episode coming out on August 9th, but we'll be back to regular scheduled programming the week after. So until then, take care. Comb your hair. Comb your hair.